really enjoying it. <laughs> okay, anyway, welcome back to Dialing It Back, episode 10. It is currently Saturday, April 13th, quarter to 11. And we're here with our special guest today, Chad. What's up, people? Thank you for letting me be here. Of course. So what you heard, like, opening up... Sam and I made that song. Yeah, it's what we've been working no on. No way. It's been on project. I thought he's playing off iTunes. No, 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 that's been on project for a while now. What? Um, yeah, with this song, it's been it's been an adventure actually because we started. We had like a pretty sick thing going. I thought it was good. I started some lyrics on it, and I'm like ready to do this. And I was like, wait, what if we tweak this? And then the whole song's dynamic changed, and we've done that about four times. So I don't know if I want to even write lyrics for this or if we're gonna <laughs> change it again, but. I was right. getting carried away listening to it because that's the yeah. first time I heard it on a proper speaker and it was pretty good. It's really good. I've been enjoying it, yeah. Can yeah. I download this anyway? Is it Not yet, available? no. I mean, we still, we still need to finish everything. Nobody rip it off of the recording. Oh, <laughs> we Easy. will catch you and we will see you. Will we? I mean, yes, we will. <laughs> we afford it. Huh? Carry on. What's this guy saying? Just, I was just thinking of what you guys just said, and I don't know. I don't know if this is going off topic. I don't know what you guys are actually talking about. Today. I know. Just o- talk o- off about topic anything. is how it works. I was watching YouTube. I, I follow this guy, Paul Davids. Mm-hmm. He's a brilliant musician. He mainly plays electric and acoustic, and he, and he teaches tutorials, and he's a brilliant filmmaker. And so he, he posted this video on the... Cre- it's called... You can search it on YouTube. It's called The Craziest Copyright Strike by YouTube Ever. <laughs> so Paul Davids up... He, back in the day, wrote like this little song piece on acoustic, just like an instrumental thing, and he recorded it, and someone else stole his recording and used it in their song or in some video, and then someone saw him playing that song on his channel, and then he got (laughs) copyright, like flagged his song as, no, he's copywriting this thing, and now it's an issue, and I used to try to track down this person. So anyway, long story short, he makes a video about it, and it happens again. Some like... (laughs) Another person buys a track from someone for a song, thinking this like group of people's making a backing track for a lyrics he wrote. Meantime, they stole some guitar piece from back in the day, which he just happened to be on his channel again. And these people contact, contacted him and started saying that all, all the money he's making off, off his video, his royalties needs to go to them. And it's just tons of stuff. He plays like one little lick of some song by, I think, Universal Studios or something. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and because of that, just, just a little lick, just teaching like a li- little lead piece. And now all his royalties gone. It has to go to Universal yeah. Studios. He's trained <sighs> on YouTube. Can't even talk about a song or show some of the sheet music to discuss the concepts of the music behind the song. And it's copyrighted. I've, I've seen how Crazy. like ridiculous it gets. And apparently, it's all UMG, the Universal Music Group. Even if it's not licensed to them, sometimes they're just copywriting it. Like they're they're putting down the strikes. Even if they don't, they have like the loosest connection to it. They're gonna put the strike down because they want to try and get the money. It's super scumbag because like a lot of the YouTubers I watch are very open about it. And mm-hmm. why did it's they? A huge thing. Like in this small video. I mean, come on. Yeah, that that's why I saw someone talking about it. Someone who's been on YouTube for super long, like back when they had the star rating system. And everything mm. kind of looked like Reddit. Like it wasn't yes. actually the nice, legit UI. They said back then, fair use was actually like implemented. You could have up to 15 seconds or something. And that's okay. So which, which is like very fair. You can have 15 seconds of a song, no problem. As soon as you exceed that, then you're going to get struck. Which was, I mean, that's fair. 
And now like any little bit of something, just a glimmer of someone else's stuff and it's all gone. Mm. It's really it's crazy. crazy. Like lots the like something we discussed in drama this week was how the creative field is very time consuming. Mm. Compared to like accountancy, you could sit down and get through yeah. a bunch of ledgers in a day if you wanted to. But really to come up with something creative that is properly properly yeah. using the aspects of creativity like reflecting society instead of just for making money yeah and i th- i think the reason that is is because accountancy account it's it's okay it, it works like this with drama and stuff inspiration strikes whenever accountancy doesn't strike whenever accountancy strikes when you're sitting at your desk filling out a ledger whereas drama and all the performances and scripting you take that home with you you take that everywhere because that's like really your pieces are just an embodiment of how you feel about something and that's always with you whereas accounting you're just like mindlessly blowing away at these numbers to get your money it's yeah but somehow people find the same fulfillment in both yeah it's weird like some people can just they're, they're happy with spending eight hours behind a desk writing down numbers They'll go home and just feel refreshed. Like, yo, that was great. <laughs> now I've got to deal with the kids. And <laughs> it feels so opposite to how things should be. Yeah. Chad? What are you looking up here? Um, no, don't worry about this. <laughs> I, I'm just thinking... I don't know. What you said now is actually interesting. I never actually like thought of the of, of thinking of someone's creative work as that's the job that they just spend eight hours at and now, and now you're taking it. But at the same time, how do you... How do you have an idea or a thought and now claim it as yours? Does that make yeah. sense? Yeah. So you four songs like think of the the Ed Sheeran lawsuit. I don't know if you guys heard about the no. Ed Sheeran lawsuit. No. So apparently he, um, there's some song. What what's that top song? What's the new song from yours? Which one? Thinking out loud. Thinking out loud. Yes, yeah. I've heard about this. Ah, uh, it was like a Stevie Wonder song or something. I think I actually did hear something about that like like ages ago. Like the. Uh, let's get it on. That's Modern the song. Game. Yes. So apparently those songs are too similar. Now there's a lawsuit, lawsuit that Ed Sheeran apparently stole like the entire like music part, yeah. like everything. And I don't know. Wait, let me. I'm talking too much. What do you guys think? Just I mean, can you can you take can you take four chords and claim it as yours like what's weird to me is i heard them talking about it on the radio when it was when it first happened and they had a side-by-side comparison and i'm like these aren't very similar actually like i listened to them and it doesn't feel like it's similar enough because like what we were looking at the other day is that um anderson park song parking lot no no it was okay keep talking i'll find it's, it it's it's taken the instrumental is taken from uh hiatus, hiatus coyote. coyote like it's direct it's it's as in copy paste kind of thing without you without you yeah but but it fits so well for the song and it, it, it does that's what i think something new. i think and it, i assume it doesn't look like he's had any problems with that should we should we play it just for reference yeah yeah, yeah sure okay. So let me get the original hiatus song. That, that's what I, that's what I really like about the lesser known music creators, people who are like they're well known but they're not like big shots, is that they they kind of they work together. Like hiatus is, how would you say acclaimed? Yeah, they're very efficient and just 
but they're also not mainstream at the same time. Because yeah. as soon as you go mainstream, things get pretty stale. Like these guys, they, they like you can see that they work together and they help each other out because obviously he was perfectly cool with this thing that happened, even though there was no like actual reference directly in the song. So if you want to play the okay. side by side, okay. two of them. This for you, Chad. This is reference. This is Molasses by Hiatus. This is the original. original from Hiatus Coyote that's Molasses you said yeah. and now listen to the the Anderson Park version without you like the vibes change it, it changes a little bit but you can hear that it's it's the same song with some like after effects and then of course his voice. What's up, Chad? What do you think? <laughs> if, if I just listen to, 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 to the drum bits of that, because I play drums, mm -hmm. that's like... I think if I if you had to just give me a drum set and tell me to just play a jingle or whatever on drums for like three seconds, that's probably like just a, a default natural beat yeah. my body would, would do. So it's like, there's similarities, but there's two similar songs that's both two very basic songs, Yeah, if that makes sense. So I think the, the, the key bit, it comes down to the bass and the vocals, how it's legit the same person. Like, I don't think he even redid the, the vocals. Yeah, the, the vocals. The actual oh. vocals, I think he took directly from the song. I don't think he got anyone to redo that harmonic voice of the lady. Okay, what would you say? Would you call that copying and stealing, or would you call that being inspired? You see, I think that, that that's where I think it, it, it it's different, because I feel like even copying, in some to some degree, is always feeling inspired by it. But I think it's just because it's that whole class thing. They're not of that huge mainstream class. They don't have to deal with all the nitty gritty nonsense. Like they're cool to let things like this work. And in the industry, Park is a respected guy. Yeah. And he probably most definitely asked for their permission. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's obviously worked it out with them. But I mean, there's always going to be people who just would turn you down straight away with like no, like no questions. The the outcome that Park did with the song, he obviously loved the original. Yeah. And, like, he just felt passionate enough to add to it. Yeah. It's like that thing with... Um, it's like the song was evolving and growing. Yeah. Instead it's of just, like, it released one time mm. and it lives out there, but now it's got, it's organic. Yeah. It's like when people cover songs but then change them. That's why I'm, like, upset to see, especially with the Article 13. This guy next door is going crazy. <laughs> Especially with this Article 13 stuff, how everyone who covers songs, all their content is just going to be ripped down. Yeah. Like, it's weird because I've seen content creators in the UK, they're still posting. And every second post, they're just like, let's hope it stays up. And it has, so I don't know what exactly is happening. But 
everyone who covers stuff in the UK, that's supposed to all be coming down. But it's it's really stupid because I heard that one song, the Smuckers cover, Schmuckers uh-huh. cover by uh, Tabby Veggie Sandwich, and like that, felt, it felt legit. Like it felt like it could have been its own song, but it was just a cover. And I think that's such a great part of music that you can reinvent something that's already there and is already great. And that's mm-hmm. why I don't like what happens in the like when you go mainstream. Mm-hmm. Everything becomes a lot more stale and I cold. Think these. The people that are really trying to copy strike other people are the people that entered music for the money. They're not. Mm, yeah. I'm just, if I wrote a song and Ed Sheeran stole it, I'd be like floating out my room. <laughs> like Ed Sheeran digs my music. Because I'm just thinking, um, let's get it on. I don't think that was as popular as what Thinking Out Loud is. I don't know. D- definitely not. Or in not anymore. This, not, yeah, not in this day. Maybe back mean. then. So you can let that song die, or you can let it. You evolve. can give it to someone who's relevant today, who's popular, who's gonna take it. And I don't know. Maybe run with it. But may, maybe you should at least, if he did steal it, I'm, not and I'm pretty he did. sure. Also, with thinking out loud, he, it wasn't for his own benefit. He helped. He he got a friend to help him co-write the song so she could get money off of it because mm. she was struggling. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't know that. That's legit. Sure. And. Another, like, scary thought, but also kind of cool, is that all of our thoughts and ideas and things that we say today, none of it is original. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've, always, I've always thought about that and I've always hated it because I'm like... Always I a product of our... Of something else. Everything's a homage to something, which is like... It's really weird because I was thinking about how songs are written and I listen to a song and I feel like I could have written that, but someone else already has. You know what and I mean? you feel like you you can write it because you've heard it now. Yeah, which is weird because then when you do make something, it's hard not to see where it's come from. Mm. You know what I mean? Like if like when we make it, when we're coming up with a sound, we're like, mm, that feels very Park. That feels very like Danny Brown. You know, well, there's always a reference to something, even if it's not apparent to the, the end user or whoever's listening to it. Even if you do something wildly different, it's a byproduct of because of you something. don't want to sound like something else. Yeah. It's weird. Everything is referenced to something else, either by proxy or by like whatever the opposite of that would be. Like we're trying to stay away from this or we're trying to go towards this. But the people who really do come up with something original, like props to you. Yeah. It's honestly amazing to come up with something so original. Yeah, in people this day who like age. pioneer new things. Like, when I started listening to Joji a little while ago, I read up on the whole... Joji, Filthy Frank. I don't know if you've heard of him. Wow, dude. He was a legend on YouTube. I read up on on his stuff. He pioneered a brand new genre of content that very quickly died because people didn't accept it. But it was such... It was a very dark and crude form of humor. And everything was, like, rough. Mm. And... It's weird because a lot of people hated it because because of how grim it was. But a lot of people like really enjoyed it. He was and like the early Tyler creator of YouTube. Yeah, because like no one, no one had done it because no one accepted it, and he was willing to pioneer this thing that no one accepted, and he ran with it for a couple of years. I think it was like six or something years, and then eventually he gave up this act. I think just for mental health reasons. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he wrote like a tweet to apologize and say that he's given it all up. I think he said it was for mental health issues and he had properly destroyed his throat. Like I think actual tissue damage to his throat from like (laughs) 
All like he, he did a lot of like crazy voices and screaming okay. with his little skits and whatever. <laughs> but it was it was really fun and entertaining to watch. Now he's like completely changed himself and got a whole new image. He's really going more true to himself rather than this character. But people who do stuff like that, they pioneer new things that other people aren't willing to do. That's cr- that that's huge, I think. Like what was that Miles Davis quote? Which one? About playing like yourself. Oh, uh, it takes a long time to learn to play. It takes a longer time to learn to play like you. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I love that one, dude. It's like... Mm. Oh. Speaking of quotes, I've got all the quotes on my walls, you know. And then every now and then I'll see... You remember that blue frame that had that Nelson Mandela quote? You remember no. in my room? It's in the corner. Maybe, yes. My mom came and just put that in one day. And I'm like, okay, that's just there. I kind of just left it exactly where she put it. Another one has appeared in my room now with a red frame. I'm wondering how long it's going to take before like my whole table and shelves are like stacked up with these quotes and I'm not going to move them. I've just left them exactly where this lady has put them. And I'm just going to start having all these Mandela quotes that are loosely relevant to me. What is the quote? I can't remember. <laughs> the first one is like, you're not made by what you have. You're made by what you do with what you have. Something like that. Who? You're not made with what? You're not made by what you have, but made by what you do with it. That was the first one. And then the second one, I don't remember at all. I just saw it and I was like, this is questionable. I don't know where these are coming from. (laughs) You think your mom's trying to tell you something? I don't know. Maybe she is. She's like, do something with your life. (laughs) Who knows? But I dig it. It's kind of cool. Interval. It's like an interval. Music interval. This is what we do every now and then. Play a little bit of a song. Jam to it. Usually otherwise we get stuck in a rut talking about the same thing. Okay. So we need a little. It's just a little bit of a reset. Okay, it's That's nice. Good. I like that. Okay. Yes. So this week, baby. Uh, Kevin Abstract, founder of Brockhampton. Yeah, I'd say so. So you know, like with Taboo, he released three acts of the album. Yeah. He's releasing three little EP things. Oh, is that what he's doing? So first, it's Arizona Baby came out this weekend. He's labeled Friday. as a single though. Yeah. I've never understood that having multiple tracks on an album labeled a single. But <laughs> and then next weekend, Ghetto Baby is coming out. Yeah, I did hear about Ghetto Baby, yeah. So the first track off here is called Big Wheels. And I love the the strangeness of the beat. Because it also feels unique yeah. and original. But it's a byproduct. Of but what would you say? Of trying to avoid being... They, they add little earworms into the music. Like little sounds. Yeah. Okay. I'll just play it. And it's a short one too. Big wheels on tap, man. Heart rate don't stop you. Might as well call the cops, fang. Turn a nigga to an eye eye. Been down so low, seen a flow turn both lows into echoes, 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 echoes. My niggas ain't seen no more cash. I got rich way too fast. My mama still work at Sonic, nigga. I need to finish college, nigga. Got a lot of guilt inside of me. My niggas back home ain't proud of me. They think I'm a bitch, just quit baiting. Quit being bitch and quit hating. Y'all pump faking. I'm a power bottom like a Freemason. Y'all stuck playing. That's complacent. I'm come chasing. My niggas back home got fun raises. So self-centered, I'm amazing. Took a nigga years, got dumb patience. No dumb parents, why Ben saying shit? Sugar niggas all with some dumb braces. Running from nothing and a hundred is something. Tell my baby I want me. Keep me up when we fussing. Under the sheets when we touching. I keep I 
that was the whole track. We normally cut off the track short, but this one's like it's not even two minutes long. But I really, I really dig it because like the first half feels very Kevin mm-hmm. and he's doing his thing. But then when it when it switches, it almost felt noir, like you know, a noir uh-huh. film soundtrack. How it's got those like uh, what the, is it? The those, bang, those bang, very like ominous. What is it? Husky trumpets, mm. noises. Yeah. yeah, and the and those ominous strings that are going in the background. It's really cool. Like, sets a nice vibe pause. for it. I really want your opinion on that song. How it made you feel? That's I've I've been probably for the past good six months been completely fed up with music because I just can't find anything I like. Like everything just sounds so what everyone else is doing. The same, right? Yeah. yeah. This just this this ah. this guy does a good job. That's it's it's a little it's a bit very different. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I need to I need to chew on it for for quite a while to to, to adapt it, but I like it. I, I can see myself washing dishes to that. I was I was very the same. This guy founded Brockhampton or co-founded with Amir, the the music group Brockhampton. It's like how many guys was it? Like eight at least. A- eight vocalists, but then there was background guys as well who were doing stuff. So it's like eight vocalists, not not Book, <laughs> Brock. Yeah, wait. One word. Oh, it's one word, no e, and then. It is actually in all caps, funny enough. <laughs> yeah, it's it's a boy band, but it's not the boy band you were thinking. It's like, it's weird. Because he co-founded it with Amir, and they have a very different sound. Like what you said, it took me a while to get into it. When I first listened to Saturation, I was like, Saturation yeah, 1 is cool. We go off the whole episode, the first episode about Saturation. Yeah, yeah. The, it was so long. That first two and a half hour episode, it was like almost all Brockhampton and Saturation. <laughs> but yeah, it's like really good. It's it's very different and very current to <clears throat> the stuff that like these guys have faced because they're like very different people coming from very different places and somehow they managed to join together like overcome their like past regrets and yeah. actions that they've done. Because where where did you say they met? They met in high school, most of them, and then some. Oh, but yeah. like the main thing started. On a Kanye West forum. Yeah. What? For, like, fans on the internet who really like Kanye West. And then they all decided to move to California and live together. And I, I like how they picked people up along the way. Because when they were starting out, when Kevin and Amir were buds in high school, they would record stuff at Joba's studio. He worked at a studio. And they ended up picking up Joba. Just, they were just like, why don't you come along? And for no reason, he just decided to go with them. And then he joined the band. I, I've, I'm like a major fan of Joba. In the, I don't know why. I'm just attached to Joba. And also um, Merlin. Well, Merlin. Merlin joined because he was doing some, I'm pretty sure it was an engineering degree. His professor called him the one day and he's just like, listen here, Merlin. If you get 100% for every single test and exam for the rest of the year, you'll pass by 1%. <laughs> so Merlin's like, cool. I'm out. Moves to California. Meets these guys just randomly and ends up joining the group. And he's been such a core part of their sound because mm. of the way his voice and the way he does his vocals completely flips the song upside down, which is something that they do a lot. Like most songs have mm. at least two beat switches. And that often comes with Merlin's voice and uh, Dom. Mm-hmm. I really want to give Chad more of Brockhampton. I think so. Which one best? I'm lost. I don't know these guys at all. I've never okay, heard I'll, of them. I'll play the last song of Saturation 3. I do think Saturation is the one to go with. Just because that was when they still had a mirror. How recent are these guys? Are these the new group? They're, they're still putting around? stuff this, out. Like, this trilogy happened in 2017. 2017. Okay. Their most recent album was end of last year, right? Yep. Yeah, Iridescence. It sounds almost like a 90s vibe to me. 
<laughs> early 2000s. That, that's kind of what it feels like. It feels like it could be a little, okay, not, I wouldn't say fully tribe inspired, but that's kind of the feeling they're going for in terms of it's how retro. the group is formed. It's mm. retro because the sounds nowadays aren't the ones you really want to copy if you're yeah. going for originality. Yeah, yeah, it's very like uh, generic and electric in the you know you know like techno a lot yeah. of the stuff tends to synthesized swerve that way yeah synthesized yeah. is the word here we go team so team features the vocals of bareface this guy and he didn't have much of an effect on the saturations because he looked far but And then they come in with like a vocal harmony, very classic. same song towards the end it trips completely you, you need to hear the actual beat switch though to like really experience it because it changes so quickly and so swiftly people big time talented yeah so the story behind the saturations is they what what did they say it was the, it was the kind of their in the name saturation they yeah. wanted to saturate the music market so they released three albums in the same year yeah and they were all that is crazy. amazing yeah because I, th- I think the, i think the whole idea behind it they said was that there's not enough good music so they were trying that that was the whole point of saturation they wanted to saturate it not just with their music but with good music and very like proper sounds that aren't like just the generic mm. stuff that you're hearing and they did a great job of that like i was saying with the whole bareface thing he was only featured on three songs between the three albums a little more than three was it yeah because i know he headed up headed up the last three songs on each of the albums or the last song in each of the three albums and that was because he lived far right didn't he live yeah, in he lived london in, like, Ireland. what oh, Ireland. okay <laughs> Goes to show it, I know, but yeah, they like were something that became very aware on Friday, because I I always sit next to this one girl on the bus and I play her music, because I did it one time and now she's like, she likes the plug for yeah. the music, so then she plays me some music, and something that annoyed me just with like Billie Eilish, because I'll never get into it even though 
she's got an apparently good album now. Yeah. Is that she never really switches it up with her voice. Yeah, because I've, I've just from Sirens on Denzel, I haven't listened to her much. But you could hear that she's got a lot of vocals there. But from what I've heard of her, there's also not much. So she, like she's this, not putting forward too much. This soft whisper. Yeah. I want to hear her like switch it up. Because she's very much in the hip-hop scene as well, even though she sings. Yeah. So maybe if she could like add in a little rhythmic talking, not exactly rapping, if mm. it's too big a jump. I just feel like she doesn't push herself too much because mm-hmm. she always goes for this. I don't want to say edgy, but that's kind of what it comes across as because it's it's a super dingy kind of feel. She's our age, but... Yeah. She's 17, she's, right? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> I, think, I think at 14 was when she released mm-hmm. her single. I think it was Ocean Eyes that yeah. started her off. She was 14 and she's already big in the music scene. So that, that's probably not great for... A young person's <laughs> mind state, but <laughs> yeah, growing up like that must be very different. Going straight into this thing, and yeah, what do you think? But Chad, you also grew up very different, kind of, <laughs> with the experiences because you're homeschool. I am homeschool. I am homeschool. Talk about that. <laughs> Talk really? about homeschool. Yeah. Um. Your. How um, does that, How did it change your? I I can never answer that question because because you don't have. I've never like. I think I've been in a classroom once, but I was to sleep in a classroom at a youth camp. <laughs> I've never been. So, like, I, I don't have any idea what school could be like. So, I, I don't know how I'm different. Yeah. Like, Okay, what was I your experiences at home school? It yeah. was lacquer. <laughs> it was... I don't know. I don't know if we can translate lacquer. What's your audience like? Do they know what lacquer means? Oh, right. That's a thing. Good. That is not that American thing you used to... V- Paint wood. That is not what lacquer means. Is that a word? It's, yeah, it's it a, what? It's like varnish. I think it's American. What? Varnish or something. <laughs> yeah. Okay, lacquer. You. I'm gonna leave Sam to translate lacquer for us. Lacquer is like great. It's like if no, something's no, lacquer. No, no. It's like legit. It's like pro. It's like. I'm gonna like use like the words that Americans most of us use. use. Dope, kind I, of. I was gonna say dope. This. this, this. Yes, the expression is the same. Yeah, lacquer is kind of like a combination of things, really. It's like it's like the best parts of dope, legit, and boss, all just like mm. mushed together into one word. It's like lacquer. a smoothie of of expression of something that's good. Unless you're of a concert, at which point it's a sweet. <laughs> yes, that also. <laughs> but yes, that's like in summer when school. It was lacquer. It was chilled. Um, tons of freedom. Tons of you do what you want to do. It's up to you. Um, I think that's why you came out more well-adjusted than some some homeschool kids because of the freedom. Yeah. I'd really like some more freedom at school instead of just our school. <laughs> Not to speak badly about them, but it feels like they really want us to stay in that community yeah not really branch out mm. yeah we were not speaking about this for the world exactly we and speaking of that that's people are, maybe i'm wrong because i don't have many homeschooled friends but people assume homeschoolers are these introverted yeah unsociable people that don't like or they have no like friendship mm-hmm. skills or people skills which is a lie the homeschoolers i know are probably the most sociable out there easy mature going people just because you don't have friends just next to you, you can talk yeah. to you from a young age. You know, you need to go out you need and to work literally go to the street and make friends with people in the street if you want to kick a ball or make friends. So, <laughs> I, I don't know. I, I think 
Okay, wait. Let, let me put the question in your guys' course. You guys been to school? Yeah. Try quickly some of what is school like. Okay. So I cannot explain to me what what does it mean to be in school. Okay. At school, okay. This this is how it is. On the weekends, I feel like I can really be myself. At school, for some reason, I don't feel like myself at school. Okay. Because of the judgment that you think you're getting. I I I can relate to that hundred percent. Feels. Yeah. Wow. I what think, are you guys doing? I think for me, it's less the judgment of people. For for me, it's different though. I also I'm not the best person to gauge it to. Like obviously, you, you because you can't ignore it now because you. Yeah. The older you get, the more way you get and stuff. That that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's for me with people than it is with the actual expectations of the parents and the teachers. Okay. Especially because being my dad's son and people knowing it, mm. that obviously mm. adds another element to things. A lot of expectations at school. Yeah. And and it's it's like you were saying they they want you to do. We spoke to Dirk about this. They want you to do a lot of extra murals, partake in this, do this and that. So you end up going home with the list of. Don't fail physics, don't fail IT, pass maths, get an A for English. Yo, come do your, this public speaking thing. Do the public speaking, go play your sport, don't forget you have drama next week. <laughs> they just, they bombard you with too much, is what I feel. Because all the people who are up there, because the way, and that's one of the things, school, you wouldn't, you wouldn't have experienced this, but with school, a lot of people value themselves on the badges that's why i hate the badge system i honestly do because i have like four badges and that that's pitiful i was <laughs> gonna be like well done i know right okay. I, i'm proud of all of them and there's so many badges that i could have had and i'm like i don't want those badges because it's always like you see the heads the head boy and head girl and it's just loaded look and I, I look i look at them and i'm just like choir I'd hate to be in the choir. It Academics, is. 2001. What are you... <laughs> I joined the choir this year. Oof. It takes up so much time. Yeah. And it's not worth it for what we want to do. But yeah, I feel like they, they, to be something or to be seen as someone in the school environment, you have to overachieve, which means to fill your time with this, you're giving up time for other things. Okay. Because... And especially in our school, there's this culture where, like, if you're a nice person and yeah. you're legit doing something nice, people will be like... They don't uh, trust... Pushing it. for prefects. Th- yeah, that too. Yeah. Okay. Would you think... Um, maybe I'm bringing a bit of a, a old topics perspective, yeah? But do you think the reason schools push all that on people... My, just my thing from being yeah. slightly older and knowing a bit of slacking I've done and seeing some people just do nothing with their lives. Do you not think that schools... Okay, if I think of you two, I see tons of initiative. I see this podcast. I see epic music. I see I see room for you guys to need freedom from school stuff because yeah. you actually have drive. Yeah. But how many students do you think you know of who have given complete freedom would sit and watch TV and not partake in sports or any extra activities? Here's, here's my thing. All the people that are partaking in these things are the ones who are like tired, always. And it's the people who have so much drive that they're willing to put up with this nonsense. The only reason we experience the amount of pressure we do is because they know that we have the drive to try and do something like this. Okay. The people who don't have any drive, they, do, they don't have these things pushed onto them because the teachers are like, well, they're not going to care. So why even try and recruit them? That, that's really how it is. Because with Carl Dirk and I, when we did the, the, the artist thing, Almost no one was told to do this thing. The only people that were there were the people who they know have the drive to do stuff. We ended up backing out of it, so we proved them wrong anyway. (laughs) 
but for the reason no no, no there, there are there, there were stuff. valid reasons but mm. like yeah i feel like i understand what you're saying mm-hmm. and i think it's good to push people to do stuff but i don't think everyone gets pushed the same way i think i just i just got some different perspective maybe the reason that the school does push us so much is because they're given the responsibility from our parents to educate us yeah so they feel like they have to do Maybe a massive job. I know some teachers, and I know the pressure they're under. Yeah. With all these kind, I, I I hear the stories of what your guys' parents <laughs> send them. And me, <laughs> they got it bad. I mean that that's really true. Like I, I was speaking to my mom the other day. Um, stuff stuff with the esports team. That that that's a team I'm happy to be on because I'm gonna be real with you. I don't take it seriously. <laughs> Legit, we just have a job. We're we're playing video games. And we're calling it a sport. Everyone hates the fact that we do. But that's why I don't enjoy playing sport at school. Because people take it too seriously. I, I played in primary school because that was fun. We were having a good time. Oh, I let in a goal. It's not the end of the world. We're having a good time. Now, the esports is legit the only time I'm having fun. So we can mess around. I can't remember where this started from. So I don't know where I'm going. But <laughs> it's just a matter of we're having a good time and having fun. What was the previous thing? I want to remember where I was going now. Uh, the seriousness of sports. Why has it evolved from that? The, the from the fun thing? No, I've completely lost where I was going with that. <laughs> <laughs> but the amount of pressure over the years of constantly being hammered on and on and on, yeah. it kills some of the people's drive. Yeah, mm. Maybe that's why they've ended up I think it Not takes so away that feeling of getting to feel like I get to do the sport. Or yeah. I get to do this. That's, yeah. um, with that whole alpha thing we had last night, it was like, what makes you happy was the question. Was one of the questions. Yeah, like and a lot these, of people... I wasn't in your group. What makes you happy? I know. I'm, I'm, I'm getting oh, yeah, tell me. All these opportunities that were afforded, it feels like we're actually being forced into yeah. it. That, that's, that's why people don't appreciate it as much. That's why I saw a lot of the responses were like, uh, when I get to play sport, when I get to do this, when I get to do that. But these all sound like things you've been given mm, to do. The opportunity. Whereas for me, it's like I am happy when I've made something I'm proud of, made something I'm proud of, something that I know I've put my effort into and it's straight from me. That's what makes me happy. Like the music... No one's told us to make music. Yeah. We ha- we've been we really haven't been given much to make music with. We've taken what we have and we've gathered everything and we've put our all into it and that's what makes me happy because we've done something legit that we've had the opportunity to do mm. through like our own initiative and drive. Mm. You can't say the same thing, Carl. What makes you happy? <laughs> Don't steal it. Bruh. Okay. <laughs> so many so, something that I said yesterday was really seeing and being a part of art that makes people think about actually why is society working this way yeah sure Mm. why doesn't it change why yeah honestly because oh i had i had like i had it all figured out in my head this morning and now (laughs) you want to answer we can pause it for a second okay we're back Quick little phone call from... Uh, so, from, if you don't know, his name's Nathan McNeil. And he's plug, just phoning. Plug, plug, plug. iTunes, Nathan McNeil Music. Follow him. He's releasing his album today. Listen, it's super dope. Rivers of Light. Rivers of Light. 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 Not life. Rivers of Light. I've been told it's like comparable... Com- yes, comparable yes. 
to to the 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 life of Pi that's seen in the river. That that that's the only visual I've been com- I've been told to compare this song to. Who's given you this? Grace. I've ne- I haven't even watched Life of Pi. <laughs> <laughs> No, bro. Oh, come on, you have to. Everyone has oh, to. Oh, okay. The society thing. Yes. I figured it out. We live in a society, yes. man. We always say society has affected, like, society is this different group that we don't belong to. But if we refer to ourselves as society, we make up society. So if we mm. change our minds, yeah. then society would change. It reminds me of Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah. If you want to make change the world, look at yourself in the mirror and make it change. Don't make yeah. it sound so cliche, though. <laughs> no, I mean, I'm just saying it's actually it's, it's one of those super simple things yeah. that's actually just true. That's really nice. That's true. It's like with that with the oral with the artist thing. My main point behind or the main thing I was going for in my whole speech was what's up with phones in restaurants? I think that's something that should be done away with. Mm. And what I think the first step is to do away with that. Is think the whole the whole analogy I had was think about how smoking was phased out, smoking or non-smoking. They put you in the dingy back corner if you want to smoke in the restaurants. Everyone else gets to be out here. If you want your phone, you have to. You should be able to. Whoa! You should have to sit in the dodgy corner there in the closed-off room with your phone out, so that everyone else around in the restaurant cannot have their phones. They can have legit, proper, intimate time with family, with friends, and like. I like that. It can idea. be a proper connection. It's not something that's interrupted by stuff. You know I what like I mean? Idea. Same at music concerts. Some artists, they put in the effort to really make it an experience. Yeah. So, and then you're sort of disrespecting their vision. I don't know how to put it exactly. Yeah. But by just experiencing it through the screen. Oh, <laughs> that drives me. I'm sorry. I know, me too. It's the worst thing is I'm like on a trip and I know because I did it tons. Me and my brother took a trip to It's Time in Bloemfontein and it was such a nice road where literally every 10 minutes we pulled over just to look at a mountain or at some grass because yeah. everything was nice and like I kept trying to capture the moment on my phone like like, I wanted to just hold yeah. my phone because we don't have a dash cam. I wanted to video the entire trip because everything was so nice. And I realized I'm trying to capture moments that I'm never actually getting a chance to live in. Yeah. Why don't I just live in the moment, capture a memory? Do you know what inspired me for this? Believe it or not, Walter Mitty. The ending scene <laughs> where he wants to take a picture of the snow tiger yeah. leopard thing. And he's like, no, yeah. I'm not going to share this moment. <clears throat> like, what oh, if we, what if we respected season, our friends or even our girlfriends or our nice date nights, or our gifts we got from people so much that we're like, no, this is ours, this is my moment, this is our moment, I'm not gonna, let me not share this, let me not yeah. make it cheap, let me not put it on like an accessory, let me just... That is a very underrated movie. Yeah, it really is, I, I watched a movie, that movie it's so good. That movie made me want to make movies. <laughs> that's brilliant. That's, that's one of the reasons I think that I'm so grateful for this piece of garbage phone. <laughs> is the camera is so completely but I don't even feel the urge to take photos ever. Because it's very seldom that I do. And even when I want to, I'm just like, you know what? Actually, it's not even going to look good. So let me just enjoy this more. Mm-hmm. And I think another thing about that is the other day at youth. Was it at youth? No, it was somewhere else. But I was talking to someone. And then they had to go, so they left, and I just continued sitting on the couch there, drinking my coffee, talking to no one. And someone walks by, oh, you're lonely now that your friend's gone. I was perfectly content. I was Mm. so happy just sitting there, enjoying the ambiance. People are playing ping pong there. These guys are having a good time playing Jenga. These people are talking. 
and I enjoyed just sitting there so much more than if I went to go find someone to talk about the flipping weather. Exactly. You know, exactly. it's like, like I just think when last <clears throat> at all happened. Maybe you guys, because you don't like the whole phone thing. Like, how yeah. often do people really have time to actually sit and think? Yeah. Because the moment you have free time, you can't think. You're looking at Instagram. Yeah. Like, like if you're not thinking, you're not pondering life, you're not pondering your future. You just. I wonder what's going to happen later in our generation's mm-hmm. lives where they realize chilling time, that's not... <laughs> Yes, that oh. shouldn't be that shouldn't be an expression for them <laughs> yes. in their vocabulary because later in yes. life when they don't have any time yeah. I wonder what they're gonna do I was listening I don't know I'm sorry Sam I need no it's to, okay go for it it's actually from your dad he was sharing a story how he was at the he was at the licensing department on this long queue yes. and he was talking about like all these people just sitting there with these glum faces just waiting for two hours either on their phone or doing nothing after wait yeah and he was just like, you got two hours. <clears throat> like, get some work done. Read a yeah, book. Talk sure. to someone. Like, you can do so much. But instead, we just like, ah, mm-hmm. or you're traveling. So, in a in an airplane or in a car, so you put a little TV screen so you can watch DVDs so the trip can go faster. Yeah. Not going to lie. I'm still there with that. I'm no, sorry. Sam, come on. <laughs> Listen, I'm trying to get better. I've stopped. Like, it used to be in a car. I'm just going to whip out the phone and just watch 400 YouTube videos I've saved. And like, I was doing that a little bit last time I was at Home Affairs, but what I've started doing is when I like, like the YouTube app is right next to the Bible app for me. Okay. So that as soon as I'm looking at it, I'm like, wait a minute, are you, do you want to throw away the next 20 minutes watching a YouTube video you're going to forget within five seconds, or you could read. And I've started more opting to reading the Bible rather than just watching the video. Okay. And I've, it's, it's, it's actually been very positive because things are like, when you want... And this sounds bad to say, but when you want to be doing something else, that's probably the best time yes. to be doing it. And I feel like that's when I most receive whatever I'm reading. You know what I mean? Sure. And I think that's because that, that's actually constructive to you rather than just mindlessly watching a video. I think I'm going to move around my shortcuts on my phone. Yeah. I think I'm going to do that. I've done that. And it's actually been great because it's like, it's not right next to them, but they're like, they're in the, they're in the same area. And I'm just like... <laughs> Like, I really like these moments where technology is not involved, really. Yeah. And we're connecting. Like, I've always wanted to know you since I've met you at youth. And this really, like, yes, helps. That is true. I think this has been so... That, that's why this has been so huge for us. It's mm. actually been great just... Because it is a break. Like an Even hour though, to think, really. Yeah. Even, well, two and a half hours, but <laughs> okay, we've shortened it, but it's, it's been great. Even though every now and then y'all were bringing in the music, that's less of a take you out of this good time of fellowship more than, it's a lot more inspire you to think of something. Yeah. Cause, cause that's like, that's why I'm very particular with the music you as well is if I'm not thinking about it, I'm not going to enjoy it. That, mm. I, Yeah. <laughs> that is true I've only ever missed my phone when it's with me like when it's in my pocket or it's around the corner and oh, I just want to do something on my phone yeah. where my yeah. phone's been flat the whole day and it's actually at home or it's broken yeah. I, I slept and I cracked my screen because I left it in my pocket <laughs> true story happened I woke up and my screen was just green and I was doing this thing like everything was just slowly dying out oh, and that's it was right. so sad but then after <clears throat> that I was fine like once it wasn't there it's like I've 
detox my phone. You, you just immediately forget that it, it was a thing. That, that's what happened at the one conference. You remember? I remember the first thing you told me when we were getting at one conference. I don't want to see you guys on your phones. I was on my phone first day. <laughs> it died. Out of nowhere, it died and it wouldn't charge. Three days, it was. It didn't turn on because it refused to charge. The moment I got home, it started charging again and it mm. worked. And it's not like there was plug point nonsense. I tried every plug point everyone else's worked. Mine didn't. And you know what? I didn't miss my phone. I had such a great time in the moment, not thinking about all the other nonsense. Yes, my mom was incredibly angry at me. <laughs> but you know what? I think it was positive overall. And it's so true that... But, and another thing with that, and people often, like, mix phone and social media. Ah, it's social media we're addicted to. When I think it's not. Yeah. Because I'm not really on social media, but I miss my phone. Or I keep doing things on my yeah. phone. Like, when I'm bored, I don't know what to do. And then I'm <clears> scrolling <throat> through my settings. Scrolling <laughs> through. And it's people I'm with. Like, I've seen someone just sit on their phone doing aimlessly scrolling back and forth between I the do menu. that. Like... I make sure on phones, I, 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 I've stopped doing it so much, but I'll make sure I have at least two pages so I can just do this. It's terrible. Left, right, left, I'm legit. Right. That's what I'm saying. So it's not, ah, oh, social media is the devil. It's, it's the way we use it. Actually, yeah. it's just little habits. Yeah. yeah. We need to change. I think it's like we need more. I'm not, I'm not, okay, I'm not taking it out of chairs. Poor guy. I mean, <laughs> one of his things, like, one of the questions we had, like, what can't you live without? He said, Grace, don't worry. Keep <laughs> but he said, Grace is his wife. Grace is his way. wife, yeah. And he said, games, video games, because he needs to be stimulated. Mm. And my thing is, I'm also like that, but I'm trying to get better. Like this whole week, the first game I played was yesterday. I played like three games of League the first time this week because I've been working so much in IT. And I feel like we need to, I know, nude. I feel like we need to find better stimulants than watching YouTube playing a game books are great stimulants that are actually positive because if even if the story is nonsense you're passively improving an ability mm, your true. ability to read and comprehend what someone's saying even though it's not a very major one it's more positive than i'm gonna watch this youtube video and maybe laugh a little you know uh break absolutely break the moment or like we need we need to, we need to wrap this up we'll we'll wrap this yes. up after this 45 is the goal, but an hour is the cap. How long have we been here? 51 minutes. Sure. It doesn't feel like it, right? It was like 10. Yeah, it just goes. So the artist that I'm about to play, (laughs) Steve Lacey. No. No, I'm not going to say it. Steve Lacey. He he inspired us the most with the garage band thing. Because all the music that he releases solo... Garage band music. What? And I think he, we, we, we're thinking he still makes it on Garage Band because he's he's big enough now. He has, he was in the studio with the internet, he another works with great the band. Internet, Kendrick Lamar, the yeah. Vampire Weekend. They, they said that they walked people. into the studio. Steve said he was going to be in the studio. He they walked into the studio. Look, Steve's not there, not behind the desk. He's sitting in the corner on, on his phone. <laughs> With a pop filter and his phone here in GarageBand singing into his phone. No way. That's how he's been doing it. And I think he's still doing that. I have a favorite saying before we do the break that people hated when I said, because it's not completely true. But I love the saying, it's not about the gear. Yeah. Yes. It's not about the gear. It's uh, kind of what you guys are saying. No one told you to make music. You yeah. just like it. I think that's all we need more people that like making music. Yeah. Boom. Inside by Steve Lacey. I'm 
one of the opening lyrics was meet me outside my palace and i just heard that now whether it was intentional or not i really like the lyric because palace was his song from ego death the the final song on the ego death album by the internet was called curse slash palace and the second half of it they he played tyler the creator was supposed to be like kind of emceeing the song it's weird how they did it but they played the song that they called palace and it was steve lacy's that was his main contribution he made the whole beat the sound of it and you could really feel his presence on that song a lot more than anywhere else and so i like that like I don't know if it's an intentional reference, but I, li- I like how that he implemented that into mm. the beginning of the song. Because that was really his first step, his first big step, I'd say. I can yeah. pick up the, the inspiration that you mentioned on yeah. that first step. <laughs> I prefer your guys. No, no, no jokes. I prefer your guys. I'll be the first. When, when's it up? Come on, when's it up? When it's ready. Someone asked me the other day. That's why I'm like, put like, a, put like a pre-release it was demo. Someone... Put a teaser. Put a teaser up. It's like... Okay. Something. Do it. Okay, we'll finish this song and we'll put that. I think. Yeah. Who was? I can't remember. Not gonna lie to you. Th- was it someone at school or was it someone at church? Okay. Well, I really have no idea. But someone was just like, "Hey, when's it on?" I'm just like, "When it's ready." Talent show is coming up, 11th of May. Well, we're gonna you guys wrap up because I need to answer this phone call from my mother. Okay. Okay. So oh. thank you for listening to this episode of Dialing It Back. It's been epic. Thank you for coming so much. No problem. So you can find us, you can find me at Twitter at Carl Reese Naidu, uh, Carl with a K, <laughs> Reese, double E C. And I don't actually use social media. I'm on there somewhere, but you won't see anything other than a picture of my brother and my dog. But my friend just started a blog. It's Angela-Rose.co.za, and it's really epic. Check it out and read some of the recent topics thank you sam you can find sam at that underscore sad underscore dad <laughs> and we also have a gmail account and it is dialingitback at gmail.com send us your topics your hot topics your questions drop a review because we're on itunes as well and thank you so much for listening everybody that just takes the time we appreciate it so much yes Thank you. I'm back to say goodbye. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> An outro song. Let's go with Friends. Now make any noise you want with us. This place. Alright. This is all I know. You're my people. You're my home. We've been in hope. Shop.